people we had no ufc at the weekend but we still had stuff happening so um yeah we're gonna be talking about the um uh the boxing there was the big boxing fight at the weekend uh wilder v ortiz the rematch and there was a combat jiu-jitsu competition from Mexico so um, both crazy fun so uh, yes yeah, sit back and let us walk you through that okay so I think everyone knows Saturday we had a huge boxing fight with a lot on the line So it was the rematch between Deonta, the bronze bomber Wilder and Louis King Kong Ortiz So Wilder was the WBC heavyweight champion That belt was on the line um, Wilder's got a 41 win, no loss record with just one draw And out of those 41 wins, 40 by KO I mean, that's an insane record, right? And Ortiz, 31 wins, one loss, two no contest 26 KOs So it was just like Oh This Had all the makings For something spectacular It was coming from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas Um, You know Ortiz came in lighter Than their previous fight so this time around he's 236 and a half pounds But Wilder 219 and a half pounds Which is crazy for a heavyweight You know, that's light, right? Um, and yeah, so their original fight was March 2018 And so when you think about this fight and the magnitude and everything that was on the line So not just that WBC strap But also for Wilder There was the uh, rematch against Fury Which is scheduled for February 2020 So, you know what I mean? Fury won his last fight He came through the WWE match unscathed So, it was just like that's all sorted Now, Wilder just needs to come through this And then that huge fight That huge money-making fight Is there But can he? Because in the first fight Ortiz, you know what I mean? Ortiz was winning Ortiz was winning He, he also stung Wilder in the seventh So it's just like What's going to happen this time? There's a load of people that were just like, yo, this is not the fight to make. I mean, this is not the fight to make. What the fuck? 
So it was definitely an interesting encounter. And um, I think, the, as I said, look, in the, um, the first fight, Ortiz was winning and he was... Um, he was very close to knocking Wilder out in the seventh. And that seemed to be the narrative that the commentary team were taking. You know, they kept on just talking about that seventh round and how Ortiz was real close. And you know what I mean? That's that's what they were saying. Wait, before we get into the fight, though, I just want to say, I don't know if Ortiz is really faulty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, I don't know He looks older than 40 And we know <laughs> We know how those Cubans be, right? With their with their crazy birth certificates and stuff I kind of think he's older than 40 Which Look, that's not even a jab Because if he's older than 40 Yo, what a display, right? What a display. It was crazy. So first round. And Ortiz. You know, he lands a big left halfway through. You know, he, he's pushing forward all round. Like, it was a hesitant affair. Not a lot was thrown. But you kind of think that Ortiz, he probably had it. Second round. Um... You know, Wilder, he's, um, you know, he's using the jab a little bit more this time. Using it a little bit more, with a bit more purpose. You know, because the first round he's throwing it out, but there's nothing really behind it. So it wasn't halting Ortiz. This round, he seemed to put a little bit more on it. Not too much, a little bit more. You know, Ortiz was exploding, though, with a lot of big shots. Nothing really landed, you know, taking some big shots. Nothing really landed, though, towards the end of the round, he did connect with a bit of a flurry. But that was it. What it seems like, Ortiz has found his rhythm. Ortiz has found his range and he's found his rhythm. Wilder still hasn't. You know, Wilder's still feeling things out. Third round, Ortiz is, um, you know, he's still throwing out that big left. But Wilder, you know, he's, he's catching it on his gloves. So this is a crazy thing. The commentary team is just like, oh, it's a big shot. It's a big shot. But... When you look, pay attention, look at what's actually happening, those big shots Ortiz is throwing, Wilder is, you know what I mean? He's moving away from them, he's catching them on his gloves. You know, Ortiz, um, he does land some good body shots, though. You know, the, the, the headshots are getting caught, but it, it did leave the body for him, and he does land a few of those. Um, so... You know, there is that. But, you know, this round, Wilder does connect with a nice right down the middle. So, he's like, hmm, is Wilder getting into it? Fourth round, Ortiz, you know, he's trying to pin Wilder to the, to the ropes. 
you know, he's pushing forward, he's trying to, um, yeah, capture Wilder so he can just unload, but, you know, Wilder's wily, he hasn't found his range, still got good footwork, he's still, you know, moving away from the punches, you know, he knows his game, he knows his trade, Ortiz, he's throwing some clubbing lefts, but still not landing anything clean, you know, Wilder is, um, you know, he's, he's shooting to, um, he's shouting a lot, I mean, he's hitting his chest, he's like roaring, trying, it just seems he's trying to do anything to motivate himself, you know, let Ortiz know, yo, you're not hurting me, and trying to motivate himself so he can get into things, you know, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's getting, it's definitely getting crazy, there's a lot of dialogue between the two in there, fifth round, ah, so Wilder seems to, um, you know, he seems to try a few more different attacks here, Yo, he's throwing a few more combinations, he, he's going to the body, going to the head, you know, changing stances a little bit, you know, doing anything he can to kind of right the ship, but he's still not, he's not, still not doing anything in volume, that's the big thing, um, and Ortez, you know, he, he continues to push forward and throw, you know, just that diverse range, he, you know, to, to use that slick footwork, that jab, change levels, you know, he's doing that, and yeah, so he's won another round, so you, you'd have to say Ortiz has won the first five He's won the first five, so, yeah, Wilder has to start stepping things up, sixth round, you know, it's pretty much the same as we've seen, you know, Wilder still, this was, this was the round you think, okay, Wilder, he's gonna, he's gonna kind of start to try and stamp his authority on things, you know, he's gonna try and, um, yeah, just, Show Ortiz that he's not fucking around Show Ortiz that he's here Now, listen It's not like Wilder is getting blown away out there Not at all But You know, he hasn't run around He hasn't run around He's looking a little tentative He's looking He's not getting hit by a lot But he's just looking a little tentative so, seventh round. Ah, so this round, like Wilder, he comes out looking to impose his will. He takes a big swing, misses the shot of Ortiz. You know, he, he eludes it, he steps to the side, and then he counters with a big left that catches. It's, it's one of Ortiz's. The one of the few shots that he's thrown that actually clans flush. But Wilder, ca- Wilder takes it. Wilder takes it. It's all good. You know. But, um, yeah, Ortiz is really, 
really looking to, um, you know, push forward. You know, he's throwing a lot, a lot of head body, you know, changing things up, moving around. And um, he, he catches Wilder again midway through. Catches him again midway through with another big left. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's just like it looks like it might have um, it, it might have dazed Wilder a little, you know, because yeah, he, he, Ortiz now he, he's pushing forward. You know, he, he he's trying to um stalk Wilder. But Wilder's doing the right thing. He's keeping Ortiz at bay with the jab. He's throwing the jab out, throwing it out, moving. Little bit wobbly, but he's moving. He's keeping up moving. He's got that jab out. And you know, the jab, it's not a forceful jab. You know, but he's disrupting Ortiz. He's he's knocking the right hand with the jab, knocking it, knocking it, moving, moving. And I don't know. I don't know. I th- I think maybe Ortiz is thinking he's got this. You know, he's thinking he's got this, and that that's the skill right there. That's the skill right there. But it's like a viper. Boom. Wilder throws out a stiff right hand straight down the middle. And Ortiz falls like a sapling in the forest. It is done. He, you know what I mean? He, Ortiz is down. Camera zooms in. He he looks out of it. He's, you know, trying to get his gum shield out of his mouth. Referee is doing the count. Ortiz is, you know, he's trying to get up. He's trying to get up, but he gets up and then he's just stumbling. And it's done. Referee calls it off. Wilder with the walk-off knockout. In the seventh round, which is I, ironic because the commentary team were making a huge deal that you know in the first fight this is the round where Ortiz nearly had Wilder out there. Could this be the same thing? Wilder's not looking good. Blah 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 blah, and then Wilder turns the lights out. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. But that's what happens when you have that just decapitating power. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this was nuts. Because this is the thing. Wilder wasn't looking incredible out there. But, as I said, look, he wasn't getting blown away. He just wasn't very active. You know? Just, you know, he just wasn't throwing a lot. So, yeah, he was down on the scorecards, but, yeah, at no point was he getting blown away. He wasn't getting tagged up or anything like that. It is interesting, though. You know what I mean? It is interesting because 
If Wilder fights like this in the rematch with Fury, things might go the same way as that first fight. And it just means Fury needs to keep his concentration all the way and avoid getting, you know what I mean? Like, whoo, flattened at the very end. But if we remember, he gets up and then he wins that round. So, but all we know right now is Wilder's won. So, there should be no more obstacles for the February fight. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, you know what I mean? We just hope that the negotiations go well and this can... um, you know, we can get locked up. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Joshua Ruiz in their rematch in a couple of weeks' time. But, oh man, boxing ain't bad right now, right? It's not bad at all. Yo, so, no UFC this weekend. But, there was some combat jiu-jitsu for that you know what I mean that grappling fix and what a great show like EBI was loved EBI you know what I mean it it it's just it just takes the bullshit out the game do you know what I mean which is what I love be like jujitsu is awesome but sometimes people can play, you know what I mean? It can get a bit rubbish when people are just playing a specific strategy. But EBI took that all out. Submission only. That's the way to go. Then Eddie and Vic had the awesome idea throwing slaps, throwing motherfucking slaps. Combat jiu-jitsu, man Damn, it's exciting as a motherfucker And so, yeah This was Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds The middleweights And so we were going to see a middleweight champion crowned It was coming from Montiero, Mexico And, uh, yeah Fun-ass night, man Fun-ass Night, 19 fights on the card I mean, 19 fights And, uh, yeah Everything started off fast, man That first fight was a quick one We had, um, Alexandro Biez Against Felipe Foglin And, yeah, Foglin just went in there Grabbed that heel hook and boom, it was done. It was done. Ah, oh, you know what I mean? It was crazy. Um, we had the next two went to overtime. They were fun fights. They were fun fights, but I think it really heated up again when Carl Chambers took on Michael Escovel. Um. Yeah, this one, it it went a little bit longer But we had some really good back and forth in there 
Carl Chambers though, man, so slick, so slick, and, and the way he just set it up, boom, heel hook, it was done, baby, you know what I mean, so yeah, this first round was, ooh, it's, it's definitely fun, so then we had Hiram Fukuawa against Dan Martinez, and yeah, another heel hook win. Outside heel hook. Quick. Real quick one, man. Martinez just lasered in and took that shit home. Um, so then we had Javier Torres against Nick Green. And... um. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, this fight, it went to overtime. But, like, Torres pretty much controlled the entire fight. And, um, yeah, this was probably the... You know what I mean? Because I think... We, you know, combat jiu-jitsu, you can have slaps And and people utilise the slaps But in this match, Torres He took it to another level He rained them down like it was some biblical shit It was crazy Crazy And, um you know, when it goes to overtime, it's just like, uh, you know, it slaps her out. So, even when someone can control the entire 10 minutes, you could lose it in overtime. But, yeah, that wasn't the case. Torres just got that armbar and it, it was done. I think it was the length. It was just that length and skill and, and just green And I think green just got wore out By all the, all the Just the punishment he ate In that in that fight man Um. So yeah that was So much fun I think Next we had uh, Justin Rennick against Jesse Taylor And You know Taylor, yes, he's been training with Temp Planet for you know, for you know, he's been he's been there. He he's up in that, but um, I think possibly you might have thought Rennick might have the advantage, but yeah, Taylor, he really because I think his whole thing was, yeah, I'm fighting, I'm I'm attacking, I'm not playing. You know what I mean? Playing a game here. And yo, he, he really showed that. He just took it. Took it to Rennick, man. Um Yeah, but it it was it was just man, it, it's just, he put in a fast pace. You know? Fast fast pace, great scrambles, and as soon as he got the back, oh, yeah, it, it was he put in that rear naked and it's the squeeze. I think that was it. It was the squeeze that he implemented. Ooh. God damn. Bruh. That, that that was Yeah. 
It was, it, it was decent for sure. But yeah, that was the end of the first round of fights. So yeah, it was good. It was definitely good. So, um, the next lot, when we went to round two, uh, so we had Matt Sakor against Salador Izar. And, um, yeah, Seiko was good, man. Seiko was kind of like all business. Definitely all business. And, um, <clears throat> he, he, uh, yeah, he threw in and uh, you know, he won it with a um, arm triangle, which was, yeah, it was nice. Like, I, I think, I wasn't quite sure it was fully in, but, yeah, like, Seiko weren't fucking around, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, you, you're done, son, you are da-da-done, um... We next had Philippe Foglin against Nissar Loinab. And Loinab had looked pretty decent in his um, opening round fight. But, yeah, Foglin. Foglin just was not. You know, he, he was just going for it, man. Um, it, was, it was a longer fight than his first one. But, you know, once he got in there on the leg, boy, that was it. That was it. And he just sunk in that knee bar. Ooh. Jerry did not want to be Loinab for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. So we then had... um. Kanilia Kanui against Carl Chambers and this was a really intricate match. You know, really intricate. Like just all about positioning, you know? All about positioning. And I think the the thing with Chambers is it's just how comfortable he is on the mat. Just so comfortable, you know. So he's not worried about anything. Just, yeah. He was just letting everything go with the flow. Knowing that his skills could get him out of danger. Could get him out of any crazy position. And um, he he just grabbed that heel hook. And once he got it, you you knew it was done. Ah, Carl Chambers, it, it's that tenth planet freak shit, man. You know what I mean? You just see that, and it's just like okay, okay. So uh, yeah, then we have um, Dan Martinez back on the mat, and he was up against Javier Torres. And so, yeah, this was always going to be a good one. Like, the way Torres, like, implemented his game in that first fight to just, like, okay. And um, Martinez, his fight was so quick, you know what I mean? So he's just got all the energy. Um, 
But yeah, this Torres, yeah, he couldn't, he, he just couldn't do what he did against Green. I think, you know, Martinez, same height, same reach. So, um, yeah, Martinez was, it was just a different animal here. And once Martinez got the back, oh, you know what I mean? Slick as hell. Slick as hell. Crazy back game. And uh, yeah, that rear naked, it was over. Over, man. Oosh. Boy. Um, had a, a Jesse Taylor had a good fight with Matt Soka. I mean, it was hard to tell who was who. It was like two fucking doppelgangers in there. And again, I I think you know, you, you like you would have put Soaker over Taylor, but yeah, Taylor just it like Soaker started off in control, then Taylor just kind of yeah found his groove, and it was kind of all Taylor went to overtime, and um, Taylor got a real good rear naked, real good real naked. You know, and again, it was just all about that squeeze, all about that squeeze. So we then had a um, a special match, you know, to give these, to give everyone a um, a moment to be able to uh, get some rest in. So yeah, we we had that, and um, you had Mika Breakfield. Against Abraham Canvatati. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's how you say it. Um, and <laughs> this, I, mean, I don't even know there was any point starting that clock because Breakfield, man, I call that motherfucker break neck because he ran through Canvatati. Just ran through him. You know, he 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 nearly got a twister at the start. Which was just like <gasps> you know he, it was it was close. It was close on a twister. Ended up winning with a Kamora. And the crazy thing, you at one point you thought he'd lost the Kamora. Nah. Nah, did not lose that. Didn't lose it, man. He just... Oi. <laughs> it was nasty. It was just he switched hands. Switched hands and then just cranked that arm. Oi. Oi. Yeah. It was... It was... It was oh, such a good one. Such a good one, man. Um... So yeah, then we went to the um the quarters. Uh so we had Carl Chambers against Foglin, Felipe Foglin, and uh yeah. Oh this <laughs> this is this is a great fight. Great fight, but Chambers so fast. So fast. 
You know, the way Fogelin had been fighting, you thought, yeah, this this would be, you know, this could be a challenge. But, yeah, this was so quick. Heel hook. Man, that Chambers just loves that heel hook. You know what I mean? His, his leg game is crazy. And he just, yeah, took it. It was done. Um, Yeah, Jesse Taylor against Dan Martinez. And, you know, Taylor had been fighting really well. Really well. And you're thinking, I, it looks like his MMA game, uh, you know what I mean? This could take him, this could take him all the way. But, nope. Yeah, that, that, that weren't happening. You know what I mean? That definitely wasn't happening. Martinez just went in, grabbed the leg, heel hook. It was... Yeah, it was done. It was done. Um, so now, now we had a few um, special matches. You know, again, we're, we're giving these cats some some time. Um, yeah, fun matches, man. Some real fun, uh, real fun matches. Like, um, so we had. Uh, Nino Maraquin against Tito Castro. God damn it. <laughs> now, so I said Javier Torres had, you know, displayed some of the best slaps. But Maraquin just, he, once he started, just did not relent. Didn't relent And uh, yeah Fight had to be stopped due to Strikes And once you know, Once it stopped and Castro set up Just the blood Coming down his face It was crazy It's just slaps man You know what I mean Just palm strikes But boy Mara Quinn just knew How to implement that shit um, we had uh, was it Ricardo Ariola against Ivan Perez? Oh, so this was a um a rematch. Um, yeah, this was a rematch, and um, these two was so. Close Was so close You know Such a fun fight Two Mexican fighters Going at it Really fun And um Yeah Ariola It was It went to um Overtime Ariola took it But no submissions But on escape time On escape time It would Yeah Really real fun, but I have to tell you the 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 special match that took it took it in this event was was the ladies we had Lillian Marquette against Pearl Gonzalez, and oh my days, oh my days this was something like I think you know 
in a UFC run, you could probably say that Pearl, you know, she had some good fights, but she could be a bit tentative at times. And and I think since going to Invicta, she's really worked on that. And this fight, yo, she was not leaving anything up to chance. She just came out like uh, Marquez had stolen something. Do you know what I mean? She went after that girl like it was, whoa, crazy. She was throwing slaps like a whack-a-mole. You know what I mean? It, it was insane. She dominated the entire fight. Dominated. And the one time she went to her back, she, yeah, she um threw up a triangle. Threw up a triangle. Was trying to gr- land that. It was getting tighter and tighter. Then... She was able to grab the arm. She got the arm and was locking up an arm bar. Friggin' Marquette put her knee there to try and, you know what I mean, create a frame, you know, just something to try and stop the onslaught. Yo, that was not a good move because Gonzalez had the arm. Cranked the arm And because the knee was there It just went Crack Oh, oh. But The heart Marquez showed so much heart But yo, had to tap Had to tap I think it might have been a bit verbal as well But yeah, Gonzalez Was a beast that it was such a vicious display. God damn it. She was on fire. She was on fire. And I have to say, with her current form, I I would not doubt that call back to the UFC anytime soon. Like 2020, I expect her to be back in, you know what I mean? That UFC octagon, you know? So Final was Dan Martinez against Carl Chambers And the way these two cats had been fighting You knew this was going to be fun as hell You know what I mean? It was always going to be fun as hell And it really was Chambers just Ability to flow Ability to flow and transition Like just going after those legs so it was about nine minutes of, of Chambers, like usually going to his back and just attacking the legs. But Martinez, you know what I mean? He was, he, you know what I mean? His game is great too. So he understood what was coming and he always managed just to get his knee out of line and escape. So it, it was just crazy. And then with a minute left, in in you know in the current time, um, in in a kind of weird transition, Martinez was able to scramble, jump on Chambers's back. Soon as he jumped on the back, god damn it, put in that triangle lock, and um, 
Yeah, went for the neck. Whoa. And you just saw his, um, his back game so good. Like, we saw a glimpse of it against T- Jesse Taylor. But, God damn it, Martini's back game was good. But, yo, Chambers, you know, he did well. He was able to hold it off to went to overtime. Um, and, yeah, it was... You know, I mean, it it was fun. It was fun trying to see how they would attack each other and do their thing. Uh, but you, you know, I mean, these these cats are so close, so close that no one was gonna get a sub. But Martinez was able to win with, um, you know, the 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 back control. You know, his control, and it's just the that. That game is so tough. It was, you know, so it took ages for Chambers to be able to escape. So yeah, Martinez is the new combat jiu-jitsu world middleweight champion. But fun event, so fun. Um, my one problem with combat jiu-jitsu. We gotta wait so long for the events. Yo, this feels like early UFC. You know what I mean? There's no monthly event. I think the next event is Featherweight in I think it's March or April 2020, which goddamn feels so long away. You know what I mean? Feels so damn long. But yeah. Can't wait, man. Can't wait So yeah, if you've got Fight Pass You definitely need to go check this out Because it was a fun-ass event for sure You know what I mean? Fun-ass event, people Okay, so uh, We're coming to the end of another episode and um, yeah, we'll just go over some uh, fights and stuff that is uh, just about a pop up. So this weekend, uh, the UFC no, not this weekend. Sorry, the next weekend the, for the seventh of December's card in Washington, Vivi um, Verna Jandiboa will now be facing Mallory Martin. Um, she's replacing Liviana Sores, who was forced to pull out of the card. Um, next year, things are definitely heating up in the game. So, um, Rafael Dosanos is scheduled to fight Michael Chiesa. At um, UFC Rayleigh On the 25th of January Also a, a real fun fight added to that card Josh Emmett Is going to be fighting The unbeaten Arnold Allen So this is A real good fight for Allen I mean I think he can win it But He needs to you know, I think you need to watch the Michael Johnson fight Because Johnson was winning that Until he got hit 
And I think if Allen can do what Johnson did, but avoid that big punch, yo, that's his fight to win. His fight to lose, even. You know what I mean, whichever way that expression goes. Um, also, the February 8th card in Houston, which is a pay-per-view. I think that must be the Super Bowl weekend. John Jones is fighting Domino- Dominic Reyes. And Derek Lewis is going to fight Leah Latifi in his first fight in the move up to heavyweight. So that's going to be fun. Uh, Ray Borg is scheduled to be fighting Rogero um, Bonturin at UFC Fight Night in Rio Rancho, Mexico on the 15th of February. Uh, This is a new one. Dan Hooker is going to be fighting Paul Felder in uh, UFC's return to Auckland on the 22nd of February. And they're going to be the headliner of that fight night. So that's great. Both of the both fighters' first headlining bout in the UFC. Also on that card is Ben Sassoli against Marcos Rogero de Lima. Tyson um, Pedro will be fighting Vincenzo Moreria, and Jake Matthews is fighting Emil Mech. Good fights. We also have um, Paige Van Sant will be fighting Amanda Rebus um, on March the 14th. So that is pretty big. Also, just announced, Khabib is going to be fighting Ferguson. Well, Khabib v Ferguson is being you know I mean they're tra- working on that fight for the April the 18th headliner of the pay-per-view which will be in Brooklyn so that that are uh, if they can make that fight that will be awesome we also have um Anthony Pettis will be returning to lightweight to fight Diego Ferreira on January the 18th at UFC 46. And the big fight that has been confirmed tonight, Conor McGregor, Donald Cerrone. So yeah, but... I'm assuming that's going to be headlining the pay-per-view But yeah, no confirmation yet But yeah, that is the uh, state of affairs And everything is looking crazy good for next year, man So much fun Uh, But yeah, people, that is it for this week um, yeah, there's a there's stuff happening. I think there's a Polaris card at the weekend. I think there's the Glory card. Yeah, a lot of shit. So we will see you back next week. And uh, yeah, enjoy the fights. <laughs>